0: Okay, hello everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Review the News, episode fifty-six. Um, we're happy to be back. We were supposed to have a friend um, come on the show, I uh, but we haven't heard from. Him. A little disappointed, but that's all right. We hope everything's okay with him. Um, lots going on. Lots to talk about tonight. Um, there's a new uh, a new form of COVID that's going to kill us all, whether you're vaccinated <laughs> or not. Um, uh, Senator Cruz. And uh, Dr. Fauci going at it, and um, Matthew McConaughey is not going to run for the governor of Texas, which is a damn shame. And uh, what else, Gary? What else is going on in the world today? You wanted to talk about the try the, a couple of more trials going on in, in the world?
1: Uh, uh, well, you have the uh, the work uh, I, I don't know if I'm saying this right, the Waukesha, Wisconsin. Um, black lives matter uh anti-white uh criminal uh mow down um, and kill six people kick kill six people um there's a bunch of children that are still in intensive care um he killed uh, grandmothers and children that were in uh, christmas parade um so we got uh that going on of course that's disappeared off the mainstream media i think uh cnn carried it for about eight hours yeah i don't know if you can find it on their main page um because uh again it goes against the narrative but uh old news bro what uh what say you todd i know todd i don't want to actually
0: todd stepped away for a moment so uh oh he did yeah you're gonna keep going there big guy
1: so um no, I, I was interested to hear Todd's thoughts. He's he's the normie on the podcast, so I wanted
0: uh, Todd. Can you hear
1: Here, hear oh, here he comes. Um, so I wanted to just hear what he. I wanted Todd to on. Um, I wanted Todd to lay it out because I know Todd. So the good thing about Todd is part of the show, right? Is while we all kind of dabble in the alternative media I would say Todd still keeps tabs on the mainstream media so I like to hear what Todd has to say about certain things sometimes because he's often um, wrong you know all often yeah very wrong Um, (laughs) but not only that um, but brings that mainstream media kind of messaging which is always fun to poke fun at So, so no I just wanted to hear what my point is, is like not what Todd is saying from Todd's perspective, but when Todd talks about like, I oh, it. I saw, I saw the article being. I know you get it, but in case our two listeners are are it, not too. getting it, okay, fair enough. Go ahead, Todd.
2: Well, uh, I mean, the uh, the guy that did this was a twenty year felon for the year two thousand or like nineteen ninety nine. And uh, he should have been in jail uh, for the rest of his life, but he's been in and out of jail. And uh, from early reports, they were saying he was fleeing uh, like domestic violence. I don't know if that was correct. That was the early report that could all all, all, uh, many times be wrong, but uh, that's what I heard at first. Uh, so basically, this is not, not a good dude, and this uh, he, he went right through a lot of people, just like uh, you guys were saying, a lot of elderly people, a lot of uh, uh, children, uh, really a sad story. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the mainstream media is saying right now. Or are they what was just, he driving? Uh, what was he driving? I yeah. don't remember that. It
0: was like a regular old truck? Was it like a big old big rig? Of thing, I think it was was a a, uh,
1: Ford Escape. I think,
0: yeah, it was a little car, yeah, did a lot of damage. A little car,
2: So, so
1: um, the the I think there's some deeper aspects of the story, and if again, you have to go to the alternative media, there's you know great reporting um happening, um. And, and so for, first things first, like you, uh, one of the major criticisms of Donald Trump in the previous administration was his uh, uh, crime reform and his bail reform. Um, that's how guys like this are winding up back on the street immediately. Um, and you're seeing uh, there's a rise in the murder rates in all the major cities because you have a combination of this quote unquote bail reform. This is, this is uh, George Soros and uh, his push to get attor- uh, uh, district attorneys and attorney generals elected. So through the judiciary, they can change uh, policy. And so you have bail reform. This guy was out on a thousand dollar bail uh, being a multiple felon. Uh, for something very similar, where he tried to hit his girlfriend with a car. I think that's where that domestic uh, thing comes from, Todd. What they said he was doing, what, what mainstream media put out was he was fleeing some sort of stabbing or something, and he wound up mistakenly going down the parade route. But people took people just opened up you know, Google Maps and we're like, there's no way you just mistakenly wound up on the parade route because the guy where the guy started and where he wound up, he could have totally avoided. First off, you don't stab somebody or involved in a stabbing and drive towards where all the cops are. Right. So um, this is Black Lives Matter. He was Did he a supporter of Black it? Lives Matter. Before? well that's that's the whole thing i i, I mean I, I mean that night when it happened i was like well have, do we have a report of the stabbing victim is that person okay or i mean is i mean so i te- i think that um i don't know if that's made up um perhaps there's more information out there i haven't seen anything usually on some of the accounts that were breaking that i haven't seen anything about the stabbing being legitimate um again i i could be wrong but uh the, the thing is, is people have gone back to the police scanners. And I think there was one call about some sort of altercation or something like that. Um, but I don't know if they nailed it down to a, to a particular stabbing or something like that, but this guy's background is, is he was a, he was a pedophile, another pedophile that's the left that tracks these pedophiles, anyone, any, all these felons. So of course he was a black lives matter supporter. He, um, um, targeted, uh, white people. This is a town that's predominantly white. Um, and that's, I mean, that's, um, that's the truth of it. And a lot of people are suspecting that it was a, a revenge attack for the Rittenhouse verdict. Uh, that's the speculation out there. And again, the news media, it's off the news media. And then you have two idiot uh, senators today who are like, don't politicize, um, uh, don't politicize what happened. If it was a white guy who drove through a parade of black people, this would be 24-7, nonstop coverage. They would, they would have the guy's um, uh, pediatrician. They'd be interviewing his pediatrician from 1972 about uh, one of the doctor visits he's had. I mean, they'd, they'd have everybody on TV talking about this. So this idea, Ron, and and it's interesting because Ron Johnson's usually pretty solid about these, these, these issues. Um, but, uh, but to sit here and pretend that, uh, that it's, uh, not what it is, uh, I think is, again, it just speaks to the hypocrisy of the mainstream media, but that's kind of, that's what they do. I mean, that, look, we're, we're, you know, uh, I know you mentioned COVID earlier. We're, we're, we're so far deep into this, that these people aren't going to give us the the correct information. Um, And I I think there's, there's definitely racial undertones, but this guy's going to get it. This guy's going to get, he's a felon. He's going to get the six murder charges. They'll put him life in jail. You'll have the left writing articles about how this guy could have been an astronaut or something. If he only had a chance when he was nine years old and he first robbed somebody or whatever the fuck he did. And you know, they'll 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 bury it. Meanwhile, they'll still every white person is a racist Ku Klux Klan member because of Charlottesville. Um, I don't know if you two are familiar with Charlottesville, but they'll they'll hang Charlottesville over every white person's head um as some sort of racist um event. Uh they still quote misquote Trump about the Charlottesville thing. So you got you have you have that as well i know todd knows all about the, the charlottesville what he said for uh, charlottesville yeah. and stuff like that so
2: I, I was gonna say that uh they, they do uh they don't t- take uh, trump's full quote on that on that they just say that trump said there were good people on both sides and that was it they don't give him no, the- they don't
1: say both sides they said he there was good people there meaning right, the- right
2: exactly and, uh, but they, they don't give the exact quote, the full quote. And yes, I do know about Charlottesville. It's, uh, I, I almost forgot about that though because that was almost five years ago, but yeah. One,
1: per, one person was killed at Charlottesville and this guy, the guy who actually killed that girl, first off, she was white. So it's not like he actually hit anybody. She was marching with the Black Lives Matter um, people but he was actually fleeing Antifa and got in his car and actually wound up because he was part of the group and was like, his car was in an area that was in between the the protesting areas. And he wound up hitting and killing that girl. But we know, look, we know what happens if he were to stop and allow Antifa, if he had stopped his car and allowed Antifa to surround his car, they would have pulled him out and probably killed him. Um, So, Again, this guy gets the they they. I mean, he's in. I think he's in life in prison with no parole. The guy was like he was only like poor. The the guy was only twenty five or something, twenty six years old. He'll be in jail for the rest of his life. It was very remorseful for Not that I'm not that. I, look, I, I I should let me let me dial this back here. I'm not trying to make excuses for that guy. The problem that what pisses me off is that they're gonna take this that bonehead and whatever shit he was involved in. They're going to hang that over every white person's head anytime they still hang it over Trump's head on his comments about it. Yet this guy in Waukesha kills six people, injures countless more. There's kids still in the hospital. Um, and the the media will give him a pass because it's not part of the narrative.
2: Well, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm not exactly sure there's a payback for the Rittenhouse trial. I'll, I'll push back on that. I, but uh, my thing is
1: this guy. But well, you would announced- say it's an anti, it's an anti-white attack, right? He, he uh, based on his previous posts on social media, things of that nature, his involvement with Black Lives Matter, his videos, he had TikTok videos.
2: Uh, yeah, I would you say I, I, it was I, a I, racist
1: I, attack. Would you
2: say it was a racist attack? I I mean he he was definitely on one side of those issues, and I probably would you I, say I would, it's a
1: racist attack?
2: I'm gonna stop short sure of that. I because I don't know, but I think that uh, you could probably put two and two together uh, on that. As you are, well,
1: why don't you so, you put two and two together?
2: Right. I just don't want to call something what it is. That that's what the left does all the time, but.
1: I, that's not true well that yeah and you know what it's time to fight fire with fire because that's what it was and they are already burying the story here i'll oh, tell sure. you why they're you burying know it's, the story I'll, sure. I'll tell you There go. Yeah, well i'll tell you that. i'll tell you how you know it's a racist attack right and you don't even have to be involved in any of the ra- race to stuff whatever right it's a racist attack because they're already trying to erase it out of the media How how are you going to tell me a sensational sensational crime like this isn't something that you could constantly report in the media that they couldn't do all these deep dives in that they love doing? Like have this guy's mom on for like a two-hour interview on 60 Minutes or something like that.
2: That's true. That is fair. But, uh, yeah, um, for me, the biggest part of the story, the guy shouldn't have been out. The fact he committed multiple felonies sure. for 20 years and he was still out with and the, the bail reform i will say that's been happening for the last 20 years as far as i can remember the sora stuff i wouldn't particularly blame it on trump you could blame it on bush too but um but it's been happening for years and years and years and no president really has touched it uh, well i'd say Trump did I... but He didn't. So that's what I I would
1: say uh, when you have Van Jones praising Donald Trump for bail reform. And at the same time, you've got Donald Trump telling everyone he's a law and order president, but allowing Jared Kushner to write that key piece of policy that allows guys like this back out on the street that empowers district attorneys and attorney generals that are beholden to George Soros. um, You you're you're just as bad as if, uh, you know, Trump was was a leftist. And so it, had, it falls on Trump's feet because that was a, a key policy piece. And that was one of the only policy pieces he actually got through everything. So it falls right on Trump's feet. And Trump should be held accountable for that. Um, I think, um, you know, that's one of the things where you have to hold Trump. That, that's where we can be different than the left. Where we actually hold instead of just walking around like you know, and believe me, if Trump if Trump runs again and it's him versus Joe Biden, well, I mean that's that's a, that's a no brainer to me. You talk about no brainer, I mean that's a no brainer. But you can't also be put your head in the sand and be like Trump isn't to blame for all this bail reform nonsense. So he spearheaded it. He had Kim Kardashian. He had what Alice Jones Johnson or whatever, Alice Johnson or whatever her name was, the cocaine runner when uh, uh, her and Kim Kardashian was at the house and he reduced her criminal sentence and all that stuff. I mean, look, people are felons, they're hardened criminals, uh, and you're letting them out on the streets. And guess what? It's going to come to the suburbs just like this did. So all these people, all the. All the lefties, um, because I'm sure not everybody in that parade was a right winger. Um, Probably a lot of left leaning people there as well. Um, But I'm going to say that, uh, you know, it's that kind, those kind of policies are going to affect you, and that's 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 allowing crazy criminals like this out, especially ones that can be. Motivated. I mean, I, I see this guy being animated again uh, by the media to 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 go out and commit these these racist killings. I don't know if he was a racist, you know, all of his life, um, but he has his social media and those things um, have trended that way, and then the media encouraging those kind of actions, uh, you know. Painting anti fawn Black Lives Matter as these victims or these heroic people uh, as they're destroying communities is, is why you get this guy. It's very similar to the Bernie, the Bernie Sanders supporter who went and tried to shoot all those Republican congressmen when they were playing baseball, or softball, or whatever it was. Uh, again, well, what was he it was Gary? I don't know what they were. I don't know what they were, if it was baseball or softball. But um, it was softball. I think it was baseball. Oh, it was, was it was softball? softball? Okay. Um, but that, but the guy was a Bernie hardcore Bernie Sanders supporter and he was radicalized by the media who every day turned on MSNBC and they were like, Trump and the Republicans are trying to kill you. But I I just think this story has so many dimensions to it. Um, it's, 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 it's fascinating because when it comes to, when it comes to politics in this country and having like real racial discussions it's it's they they don't nobody wants to have them right nobody wants to really talk about it it's it's always one way and that's because people allow the left people like i mean i hate to pick on you todd it's like you can't even call for what it is when people like yourself can't even call for what it is that's how they win so um you know I mean that's that that's my piece and and we'll see as this story unfolds and the problem is, is is more and more information will come out that'll just confirm what everybody's beliefs are anyway and it'll bury it'll find itself deeper and deeper underground um, because the news media is not going to push it You'll have some people on Twitter tweeting about it you'll have some of the again alternate news places maybe carrying some follow up stories on it but this thing's gonna disappear so.
2: Well, I, and it's uh, tragic
0: either way. You, no matter what happens to him, it's it's awful.
2: Oh, of course. Of well, course. absolutely.
0: And you're absolutely right, Gary. I'm sorry to cut you off, Todd. You're absolutely right. It should be all over the. It should be all over the news. It should be everywhere.
2: And, I mean,
1: let's be on it. Go ahead.
2: No, I was just going to say, any president in our lifetime, uh, they've not dealt with. the... Uh, crime uh and uh, any president that gets elected probably won't i you know i don't think it's gonna happen it's a function of probably getting elected i guess but uh yeah we if uh, well has he
1: gone to visit the people has he even gone to the town yet no he's in nantucket at a 20 million dollar mansion
2: eating thanksgiving guys because... no by I, I don't expect Biden to do anything he doesn't do anything about these things so so yeah no exactly I mean he's it's just too bad we did have a chance under Trump to uh, try to fix some of these things and that opportunity like you were saying uh, was kind of lost and uh, yeah well we'll have to see but it does go back to the local communities they, these are State and local issues as well. And if they don't fix them, the laws, I'm saying, you know, um, that's, that's uh, too bad. That's not good. You know, local, local elections matter. Like you always take care, they matter and uh, the local laws matter. But uh, over time, they've gotten more and more lack all over the country. And I don't see that changing. Unfortunately,
1: <clears throat> Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know necessarily about that. I think that's kind of where some inroads could be made. But I, I, I just think that, uh, you know, I know I'll be keeping tabs of it in the alternate media um, because I want to know I want to know what happens. Uh, and. Uh, yeah, I just it is tragic. Um, and I think all those bail reforms, I think it just and the other thing it it's just infuriating it just shows the complete lack of seriousness of the republican party again it just exposes they're just they're just kind of go they're like the caboose on a train right they just kind of get pulled along um on these things and you know people people get fed up with these democratic policies so they go well the other people have to be good meaning the republicans in terms of policies right it's like well, these people are not advocating that policy. And then they go and they put the Republicans in power, and yet you still wind up with all this stuff. And that, I mean, is in essence what my beef is with the, the Trump thing. Because uh, I, I don't remember Trump. I, don't, I didn't vote in 2016 because Trump was touting bail reform. I didn't vote for Trump because he was touting bail reform. I was voting for I voted for him, and I've said numerous occasions on the show. Because he was the only guy who was like, "I'm bringing everybody home from the wars." Um, that to me was the the bell ringer. Uh, I was like, "He's the only guy saying it." Um, and again, horrible. I've also said I was a. Ri- yeah, well, I was. I was also going to say the only thing, and the only other reason was I originally I was a Cruz supporter, um, and once he beat Cruz, for the uh, and Cruz. Cruz kind of nosedived at the end, especially when he picked Carly Fiorina to be his vice president. She's a wacko, and uh, you know, once uh, once Cruz was out, I mean, Trump Trump was the man. And when I, you know, I really liked Trump's idea about again getting all the soldiers out um, and combating, actually combating uh, the illegal immigration problem down at the southern border. And those were the two, you know, key pieces that got, I think, got him elected, and the law and order piece of bringing law and order back to the cities and stuff, and
0: running against Hillary uh, didn't, the, didn't
1: hurt. No, that didn't hurt either. But she was the third term; she was Obama's third. But now we're in Obama's third term, which is Biden, which is this is this is what I think Obama really would have loved to have done. Right. Have all these kind of economic issues. Cause then he get, now you can start tinkering. Now you can start messing with everything. So anyway, I think we've belabored this. Let's, uh, let's segue uh, into the next, uh, wonderful news story. Uh, what do you gentlemen want to jump into?
2: Well, well, I'll make this quick, but there's, uh, Supreme Court's going to hear the Mississippi abortion ban. Um, and people are uh, wondering if they're going to overturn the row, which I never think that's actually going to happen. But the, they media, the media is uh, worried about that. So I find that somewhat interesting. Well, mm-hmm.
1: Look, Roe versus Wade, the ruling itself is unconstitutional. They should just send it to the states and each state should pass a law, whether or not it allows abortion. And I mean, I'm a pro-life guy, so I don't think any state should pass anything for abortion, right? But this rover, look, we're the only country in the world, this is how pathetic we are, and this is why it's like, It's like it's. like I always laugh with the democracy stuff. We're the only country in the world where Congress, so Congress could avoid the whole Roe v. Wade thing right now if everyone in, if the Democrats in Congress wrote an abortion bill, right, or even the Republicans wrote an abortion bill and put the bill to Congress and they voted on it. But they won't. Cause nobody wants their names attached to it and nobody wants to, to do that. And you wouldn't have to be, we we basically are, we have abortion in this country based off of a judicial ruling. It's not even like, it doesn't even make any sense. It should be either a law or it shouldn't be a law. So if Mississippi and Alabama and Texas and whatever other state wants to ban abortion or change their abortion laws, it should be on the state, and if the and if you don't like it, either leave the state or run for office in the state and change it. I mean, it's not that hard. My body might not a con- We all take that up with the vaccine, <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, that's the thing. You can't have it both ways. You can't have it both ways. Because guess what? I mean, if I was a guy who was a pro a pro life guy, if I was really a Pro, a pro-life politician right now, I'd say my body, my choice. I'd say, gee, you, uh, you took the vaccine, right?
0: Yeah, it was their choice.
1: No, wanna I go, work. you better, if you be, no, you work. mandated it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we, yeah, exactly. We mandated it. <laughs> I chose to yeah. eat, you know. So, well, we all I make
2: choices. I don't know if you two are aware, gentlemen, that I live in the state with the, uh, from what I read several times, we have we were the very first state to uh, allow abortion. So that's not going to change in this state anytime soon. So uh, even if a row was overturned and go back to the state, no, no, it would, it would allow abortion. So, no, yeah. Uh, no. yeah. No. So, um, so then Washington state should just allow abortion. So what? Yeah, that's, that would—that's what would happen if Roe was overturned. I agree with you. I've said this for many years. but con- Congress should take this up. They won't. They don't have the guts to. So it's a too much of a hot potato. And um, you know, but as far as whether the Supreme Court would uh, actually overturn Roe, I don't think they will. I don't think they will. They, uh I think uh, Justice Roberts will do something to uh, try to curtail this or something or use his power or influence to do it like a half measure or something like that. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's uh, being discussed at the court on uh, Wednesday, I believe, December 1st, uh, the Mississippi law. The Texas law is a little bit different because it's more technical and more more legalistic. Um, But uh, Mississippi is the one that's actually challenging Roe and uh, Casey as well. So yeah, it's going to be very interesting week.
1: Yes, it will. So good luck, Mississippi.
2: Wrap it up. But How about, uh, uh, abstain yeah exactly so but uh, that was my uh aha moments of the week because no one really is talking about that you just saw i just saw one article and i'm like that's a pretty big issue right there but uh yeah um but in inflation is still running running rampant and uh, we talked before the show, uh, Biden is trying to um, say that uh, everything except his policies is, in, is calling, causing inflation, including world leaders, which I don't quite understand, but um, he's trying to blame it on that. Uh, the stock market did go down uh, 900 points like on 90, Friday.
0: Yeah, like 890 points or something, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: something like that. Um I've been waiting for the stock market to go go down actually since Biden's taken office. So um, uh, that day was the first day. And, um, you know, it's, it's just, uh, it's going to catch up with those at some point.
0: I thought that the, I thought it, but the stock market tanked because of uh, the new Omicron.
2: Yeah. Well, that's what it, that's, I mean the om the uh, inflation didn't help, but yeah, the omicron. We should talk about that too. Uh,
0: so all right, so yeah, can can I start this off? I, and this is a question. Maybe I'm asking. Maybe Guyer's not the person to ask this question to. But anything that I've <laughs> what's read, that
1: supposed to mean?
0: Well, here, here we go. Because I, I I think I'm just fueling your fire here. Anything that I've oh, okay. you know, it's all over the news. They don't. It's what they don't tell you, right? It's all over the news. New variant. New variant. It's here. It's in different countries. It's here. Blah, blah, blah. You, you, you said before about, uh, I don't know if we were on the air or not, about how, uh, I think we are off air, about how um, Fauci is saying, that we, you know, don't rule out lockdowns again. Anything I read from South African doctors say that it's very mild. That's what it, That's what it says. I'm not making that up. I haven't read anything but the symptoms being very mild. Neil, Man, what the fuck we, are we talking? About? Neil,
1: we don't let crises go to waste
0: don't let it go here to get it.
1: at this show, okay? Because you were also talking offline about how much turkey people waste after Thanksgiving. That's
0: a whole. And I'll other tell you thing. what. That's a hell of, don't, and I'll make tell what, do tell you what?
1: Don't. And I tell day. you what. Feel free to waste the turkey, you son of a guns. But don't you dare waste the crisis, because we got Omicron, we've got uh, Unicron. Which is the enemy in the Transformers cartoon movie? So you got to watch out for Unicron, Megatron. Um, You got Megatron. Yeah, you've got uh, Galvatron.
0: After Unicron
1: turns Megatron into Galvatron, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, I I, there's lots. Yeah, they should lock down for that. They should lock down for that shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, next thing you know, you've got Decepticons and Autobots. Flying around, you Neil, know, as yes. Neil always says, "cats and dogs living Pets together." Ber- <laughs> Pets' heads falling off, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, and look, um, this is all theater. It's all theater at this point. Look, I'm not saying that COVID uh, can't kill you. We know it can kill you. Um, it, we know if you have comorbidities. And you get COVID nineteen. There's a pretty good chance you're not going to make it. We know that from personal experience. We know that. Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, we know we know that. We know people who've recovered from it. We know people who've who've died from it. We've the we 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 are not. I would say the three of us are not stupid, and we know what the underlining reasons are. Uh, for all the recoveries and all on all the deaths. And it's the same thing that they said that I would say the honest people said in the very beginning, right? And then what I find very interesting, very, very interesting now, and I have a feeling we're going to be talking about this for a while, the COVID stuff, because there's a lot of things to go. They're trying to blame the unvaccinated on – All the COVID cases going up. So you have have all these. You you, you have you have all of these. um, You have all these people now who are all vaccinated. They have all these vaccines. Yet your your COVID cases are going up. It should be the opposite, shouldn't it? Because if you have less if you have less unvaccinated people and unvaccinated people are getting it and dying, and your vaccinated people are vaccinated from it, then you should have. Less cases. I mean, I'm not a very – I'm a midwit. I'm less. not yeah, very bright. There are bright. a lot
0: less cases, aren't there? There's a lot less cases.
1: No, they're saying well, – well, that's not what the – that's not what they're saying on the news. They're saying there's spikes now again, and that's why they're talking about lockdown. I mean, they're, lo- they're about to lock down all Europe again because there's spike in case, spikes in cases. And the funny thing is, I, I find, is when they're like, the unvaccinated people are killing us because they won't get the vaccine and they want these vaccine mandates. There's people tweeting all sorts of crazy shit on Twitter about like throwing the unvaccinated into the camps and, and you know, unvaccinated yeah. people should just should just die. Look, oh, yeah. if, if, if I was an unvaccinated person and someone came up to me and they were like, you're you being unvaccinated is killing people. I'd say to them, what the fuck are you going to do about it? And when they're like, "You're a bad person for not being va- vaccinated," and then they walk away, I'd be like, "Look, you're an accessory to murder because he didn't do anything." <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'd be like, "What, what are you going to do about? You know, what are you going to do about it?" Uh yeah, so, yeah. So and so is unvaccinated, and when you go to Adam, Vex, say, "Hey, you're killing people." I'd be like, "Yeah, so what? What well, are you gonna do?" Uh,
0: I want to kind of harp a little, unless you don't want to. I, I kind of want. I kind of wanted to harp on the. Uh... The fact that it's all over the media, this new Omicron thing, and but whenever I whenever I read something about it, it's, they make it sound like it's a big deal. It's just it seems to me, in my ignorance, they're just selling headlines right now. Um, as far as the Europe thing goes, uh, I, don't, I don't think their their vaccination rates aren't anywhere near as high as ours, right? So that would be. Oh, well, and also lockdowns. they
2: they don't have a um, a system where they have states can uh, that can say one thing and the federal government says another most countries a country can just mandate whatever they want for the entire country where where this country is very different in that regard and that's what i like so yeah hey you you you
1: just yeah okay hold on let's see what do you got here that you just oh, sent
2: i i found in my stack of papers president trump's uh or policy um, when he was president for the the virus, and I thought it was pretty much common sense uh, when we didn't have a vaccine, and uh, now uh, you can you can tell the difference between then and now. Uh, you know they.
1: Let's. So, is there a date on that, Todd? Well, no, I don't <laughs> have a
2: date on it. I. I what's was, the, no? Uh, what's
1: the po? When's the postage on that? Hold what on, let me, me see if I can. Yeah, I, I didn't
2: people, get one Mar- of those. Okay, okay, yeah, hey, hold on, hold on. You
1: so, got mailed um, one of those? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, yeah, everybody did. I remember, I, I remember get, getting one of these. I
0: didn't get
1: one. Um, so here, here's the date. This is for the show. This is March 16th, 2020. This is President Trump's Coronavirus Guidelines for America. Coronavirus.gov, March 16th, 2020. Okay, now I'm gonna read the guidelines. Ready? Listen and follow directions of your state and local authorities. Okay. If you feel sick, stay home. All right, that makes sense. Do not go to work. Correct. If your children are sick, keep them at home, contact your medical provider. Sounds good. If you are an older person or have a serious underlying health condition, stay home and away from other people. If someone in your household has tested positive, keep the entire household at home. Work or study from home whenever possible. Avoid social gatherings in groups of more than 10 people. Avoid eating or drinking at bars and restaurants. Use pickup or delivery options. Avoid discretionary travel, shopping trips, and social visits. Do not visit nursing homes or Retirement or long-term care facilities, unless to provide critical assistance. Always practice good hygiene. Wash your hands, especially after touching any frequently used item or surface. Avoid touching your face. Sneeze or cough into a tissue or the inside of you your sound elbow. Like
0: my fucking mother, Gary. Jesus Christ.
1: Disinfect frequently used items and surfaces as much as possible. And it said, um. Even if you are young or otherwise healthy, you are at risk, and your activities can increase the risk for others. It is critical that you do your part to slow the spread of coronavirus. I mean, like Todd just said, it's all common. That's all common sense stuff in March, and guess what? That's the stuff they still have us doing today. And and on top of it, they have the vaccine, and they're still telling people to do all that shit. So, you know. I guess, I guess the point is, is that even before the vaccine, it was just like, Hey man, just like, if you don't have to be there, don't be there. Okay. Um, which makes sense to me. I mean, it's look, you go out, even today, you go out, you go to Walmart, you'll see an idiot with two masks on shopping at Walmart. It's like, Hey, dumb, dumb. And look at this, you know, in the very beginning, I remember, Businesses were having trouble. They were trying to start up like online ordering and delivery and pickup, location pickup and things like, like that. We were two years into this thing. You can order something online, have touchless pickup or, or delivery to your house now, basically anything you possibly
0: need. How did it get there if nobody touched it?
1: You know, that's also a good point. But I'm just saying that obviously, for the for the um, the point of the discussion is that it's obviously minimal touching, right? But I get your point, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is also ties into the to the kind of goofiness of all this, right? But. You still get these people who virtue signal, again, it's all theater. They got double masks on. They're walking around the shopping store, like darting away from people, six feet, all this six feet, which, again, is another invented number. It doesn't even mean anything. Um, and they'll go into a full packed Walmart. And you're just like, look, you can call Walmart. You can go online. You can have them you know, put the groceries into the back of your truck or car or whatever without even getting out of it. Go home and sanitize all the bags, the groceries in, and you're good to go. You haven't touched anyone, seen it, but it's, 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 that's why, you know, it's theater because people are out there and they're they're looking like idiots with their masks on and all that other stuff. And it's like, if you're really that worried from COVID stay home, like the original guidance in March of 2020, we're almost in 2022, so um, yeah, the, the whole COVID thing and the Omicron thing is a—it's a scare tactic. They want to share. They want to shut stuff down. And you know what? They want the They—they lo- they really want the lockdowns even more because of kind of what Todd touched on before about the inflation, about the gas prices. Um, about all the things in the economy that are sparring out of control because that's one thing they know you won't be spending a lot of money on, right? Because if everybody's out driving right now and they got to go to their places and they got to go do stuff, you'll notice $4 a gallon of gas. But if they've got everybody locked down and working from home again and all this that other thing, you're going to... In two years after lockdown, you'll walk
0: out and gas is like $7.50. <laughs> I mean... Dude, I went, I uh, I have a big piece of property side note, I have a big piece of property here and I have to get the leaves out by like Wednesday because it's the last pickup for the year. So I'm out there blowing leaves all day with my rocket pack and I was out of gas. So I went to the gas station around the corner to fill up my little my little gas can. Twenty-eight dollars to fill up my little gas can. I said, What? How much? I believe it I could not believe it. Twenty-eight dollars. And, and that's I'll- crazy
1: because gas and gas in that part of the country where you're at, Neil, is always cheaper than everywhere else.
0: Uh, Gary, all the years like snow, pl- snow blowing, and was you know getting extra cash every fill that thing. I was like five bucks, eight bucks, thirty dollars to fill it. I was fuck out of here. Build back better. That's my anecdote. Build back be better next year. Next year, I'm raking the leaves.
2: I mean, quite frankly, uh, um, Trump said this during the 2016 debate, is that the democratic policies, Obama even said he couldn't do anything about the economy and the um, uh, gas pricing. It couldn't get below a certain level. Trump said, yeah, because that's the best they can do, but I can do it better. Um, uh, conservative policies can lower gas prices. Uh, um, if you really want to do that, you certainly can. We had we had gas prices at one something when uh, Trump was in office, and now we're at. Uh, if you get something below four dollars, you're getting a steal right now, which is amazing to me. You know, I quite frankly, uh, I, I think people should actually have a long long enough memory to know we can do a lot better than, than this, a lot better. So, you know, and the it, uh, gas prices is something you cannot spin. You can spin a lot of things, affects everything. but it affects everybody. And affects like, everything. Uh, if, like Gary says, it, it, the only thing you can probably do as a government is to try to make people stay at home. I guess that's the only thing you could do. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, that's a good point. But, uh, yeah, I just found a trunk stop, stop near my house that was uh, uh, selling it for three fifty, and that's a steal. That's so, good. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's about what it is here, like three sixty, three seventy. Yeah,
2: but then, I mean, normally it's going for four dollars where I live. So this was like way cheaper than most other places. So, yeah, it's uh, too bad. But um, yeah, I, also the president going to uh, his uh, state every weekend, it bothers me because we've had a lot of issues. Maybe not this weekend because it's Thanksgiving weekend, but he has to go back to uh, Nantucket or um, New Hampshire every single weekend. Delaware every single weekend, and I'm like, I wish he would be talking about or doing something about uh, uh, these these inflationary things. Um, I guess he did release something, uh, some barrels from the oil oil reserve, but that's not going to help much. It's not; it's a band-aid on a, uh, a surgical wound. So uh,
1: all yeah. OPEC, all OPEC needs to do is just cut production. Then and they're still at the same numbers and they still make the same amount of money. It's, it's like, it's like the economic policy coming out of the white house is written by a five-year-old. And then, you know what? I wouldn't even do that to disparage five-year-olds. Actually, let me take that back. I think the economic, it's like, it's like our idiotic economic policy is being written by Harvard graduates. Um, so it, it, it's, it's moronic. If, if, if Joe Biden didn't cancel Keystone XL, if they didn't cancel all the other pipelines and if he didn't let Nord stream two go through, which is, you know, kind of an, kind of an adjunct because it's natural gas, um, but it still affects energy pricing. um, You wouldn't have these issues. Right. So I think actually it's Nord stream oil. I want to say it's natural gas. I think it's natural gas, but anyway. um, And I don't mean to be conflating the two, but, but my point is, is he's allowing other places to put in pipelines and not fighting, uh, in terms of geopolitical strategy. Um, those pipelines uh, being constructed yet our own oil pipeline, which is just Canada delivering us oil from the oil sands down to our refineries is a big no, no. And, um, and also our, using our own oil reserves in this country. So, uh, Yeah, I mean, that's what you get. This is the administration you wanted. And I just, I really, yeah, 81 million people, Neil. 81 million people voted for Joe Biden. So 81 million Americans.
0: Good, fuck them. Let them pay my gas prices then, man.
1: Well, they're not going to. So um, those 81 million Americans, the highest vote getter ever in the history of the United States, remember that let that sink in 81 million voters voted for inflation and high gas and uh empty shelves um because joe biden decided they because and and it also started with trump so you have to put a little bit on a little sh- uh, schneid on trump there but the idea of paying people to stay at home has caused an in a labor shortage. Um,
0: it's funny how that. And works. we've, ta- we,
1: that we've talked. We've talked about we've talked about that before. We had a friend on the show who said, "Fuck it, I took the whole year off because I was making more on unemployment with the extra this, and then they gave me this, and they had that." We called them Biden bucks. Yeah, Biden bucks. And he's like, "I'm not working for a year, so whatever." And uh, and that's so, up. well, and and you know what though? But that's kind of per. I think that's kind of purposeful because it's interesting. You're starting to see all these signs up that there's no farm workers, right? There's no we have a shortage of farm workers. And what's their answer? Not raising wages to get people out onto the farms to work. It's we need to bring 10 million more new people into the country. And it's like time out. No, no, we're not doing that. Raise the prices. But they can't because you're we're kind of entering into or yeah, I'm sorry. Raise the wages, and uh, but you can't because we're in this weird inflationary. We're going to head towards stagflation, where there where you get stuck, where you can't lower rates anymore, and you can't, um, and you can't go in the other direction because if you increase interest, you're going to create a, a massive credit crunch. Um, point of diminishing returns. Yeah, I mean, you'd be in that. uh, That was the problem in the in the seventies. So, which Todd knows, he was alive then.
0: Yeah, Todd, tell us about it. Todd was in high school. (laughs) Well, I I
2: know all about Jimmy Carter. I mean, (laughs) you know, uh, I was four, but my mom remembers and grandma remembers, and uh, this is uh, Jimmy Carter on steroids. Um, The sad part is. We know how to be energy independent. We were energy independent under Trump. And uh, basically, everyone everything Gary was saying uh, restart the XL pipeline, uh, get uh, reserves from Alaska and around the United States and other things. Just do what we were doing under Trump. And we don't have to rely on OPEC. But that's what. Joe Biden means by saying America is back. He means he uh, that we are d- dependent on the rest of the world. When under Trump, we were not. So, you know, uh, I like being independent. I don't like being dependent. So,
0: um no, you shouldn't be de- dependent if you don't have to be. No, no, exactly. That's, that's ridiculous. And anything in life, we don't think we even talk about country for per countries. Is you know. And we don't have to what do you do when you, when you get to a certain age, you move out,
2: you know, right like from
0: exactly. I was like 37. You know, I moved out.
2: Exactly. When,
1: uh, when, when you talk about that dependency too, is it also breeds conflict. And then that does what helps spur and fund the war machine, the military industrial complex. Right. I mean, if you are back out in the world, uh, trying to gather resources, right? That's going to put you in conflict with other countries. You need those resources that other countries that really need those resources, right? Other countries that really don't have oil reserves that need to go, that need to, that need to make those deals to get oil. And you're there just getting oil because you want to just get it. Even though you have your own reserve, I mean, then now your nose is in other people's businesses. And that's really what Biden wants, wants as well. It wants to kind of, um you know, uh, keep keep us involved in terms of uh, world politics of, with the military to keep the military-industrial complex going. I mean it, it, there's no coincidence that we pull we he has the disastrous pullout of Afghanistan and then when they pass his budget, he increased defense defense spending. It's like how are you gonna end a war and still and spend more money um, so I mean that that's what it's all about, and that's why you go out looking for conflict. And I think that's I mean uh, not to put words in Todd's mouth or thoughts in his head, but I think that's where Todd's driving. It. It's like being that independent. It's like then we don't, then we're not a conflict with other people. Got our own thing going on. And I think that's I mean, and again, that's so I, I know I was beat, I, I was beating up Trump before. Um, but I think that's one of the things that really scared the crap out of people with Trump, right? Cause Trump is a, Trump has that ability to be a caricature. He has that. Um, he, he did make some blundering policy issues, but I think where he really scared the crap out of him was like, I'm going to bring manufacturing back and people like, yeah, oh, okay. And then he actually started to do things to bring manufacturing back. And people are like, Oh shit, this guy's serious. Um, and, the, and then when he was like, oh, we're, uh, he signed all those um, executive orders to allow um, oil production and allow the federal lands to be used, all, all that other stuff he was doing, um, all of a sudden people are uh, get, having like $2, $1 gallons of gas again. They needed COVID. COVID was a godsend because before Trump, before COVID hit, Gas was like a buck fifty, okay. Jobs were starting to pour into the country. Come back to the country. Um, we built a and wall. The wall was being constructed. Those are jobs right there. The wall's being constructed.
0: The pipeline.
1: Um. Yeah, the pipeline going, and you had the lowest unemployment rate that for everybody, women, men, black, white. Native American, whatever, um, and they needed COVID. COVID was a godsend. So whether or not COVID was done on purpose or not, COVID was a godsend because that's what that's what really was the demise of the Trump, because he could no longer go look at my economy because they just blew it up on him. The whole COVID thing when he started when they start somebody was in his ear about shutting everything down and everything.
0: can't take the and then no when wars, he started can't take the no words away from him. They could take his economy away. Right. Away from well, him, they, they can't take his no wars away. Nobody can ever fucking take that away. To me, that's an incredible right. feat. First president ever.
1: Right. And and I think the other thing too was is they weren't the State Department were not going to help him if you because he was trying to have peace with Kim um, with uh, North Korea. And. Uh, he was working to remove the troops out of Syria, Iraq, and Afghanistan, and they weren't going to let that happen. And of course he's not a policy neophyte. And he, and so he didn't know, I mean, I'm going to, I want to chalk it up to that. He didn't know. And he kept bringing in idiots like, uh, uh, General Mathis and yeah, John Kelly and all those other morons that have been in Washington DC for 30 years and they weren't going to steer him Right. So That's where that fell apart. But those little things that he did scared the crap out of him because they're like, "Holy smokes!" Like we can't have that. This guy will win in a landslide, and so that's when COVID happened.
2: So we—is
1: it a coincidence? I don't know.
2: No, I exactly. It makes you think. But uh, really, what uh, when you see America when Biden says America is back, what they're really trying to do is getting. Getting us back into the the world infrastructure and uh, 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 having us really be just uh, um, under China's thumb, under Russia's thumb, and and the like. And I've, I, although I know you called me an army, and probably I am more than anything else. I find the, the public not realizing that uh, to be a little uh, disappointing because we saw under Trump that we didn't have to follow the world, the rest of the world. We, we did not have to do that. Uh, Biden wants us to actually follow the re- the rest of the world and be, a, be um, not leading. And uh, I just find the American public not, Realizing that if if they don't to be um, very disappointing to me because I think people should know better now. It was different under Obama because quite frankly, it had been so long since we had a strong president, a strong president that had a backbone, let's put it that way, that I don't think uh, the public realized or remembered what it was like when America was leading the world, and the world followed the USA, um, but now we actually know that, and to have this happen now, people should know the difference, and they should uh, want the uh, be, be opposite, in my opinion. Uh, it's really uh, quite, uh, quite something. Uh, uh, Biden would like to say that Trump never happened, and just whatever Obama did. And, and even, even during the Bush years, you know, that's quote unquote normal, but, uh, you know, there's been other times when America has led and that's the best time for America and the world, to be honest with you. So, you know, and and I, I think we should know the difference.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think, um, Again, it ties back. I I think it ties back in in, into everything else. I think um, you know that's why going back to the original part of the conversation with the Omicron thing, it's um, it's all theater. They 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 just want to keep people perpetually scared. Like Neil said, everywhere he Neil's look he reads a South African going like, well, it's here. Here's the, here's the funny thing. The South African interior minister, I think our minister of the interior or, or whatever, a high ranking official was like, um, I'm not, we're not mandating vaccines. We're not doing anything. We're not locking down the country. It's just, there's a variant out there and there's going to continue to be variants. So we're just letting you know, there's a variant.
0: That's, that's how it works. And,
1: and that's how it is. So proceed as you would proceed. You know, we're just giving you the information because we found it.
0: So um, I would like to, since you brought it back, Ari. I'm, I'm glad you did. We did. We, we didn't talk on air tonight about uh, the whole. Uh, did we get into the whole uh, Fauci versus Rand Paul and Ted Cruz thing? Did we? Not yet. Take a shot Not that? We yet. didn't take a Not shot yet. at that yet. So basically. You guys know about this, right? So basically, um, it sounds like uh, Rand Paul and Cruz want Fauci brought up on charges for um, the NIH funding gain of function uh, research yes. and Fauci's answer to that being uh, the insurrection. Is that is that did I read that correctly? And I'm yeah, I, of, Fauci I'm pulling the like string air- back and I want you to get going. Yeah. Pulling the well, record. Well,
1: Fauci's like, oh, ask, ask Senator Cruz about January 6th. And it's like, oh, hey, hey, you little fucking heeled dickhead. It's like there's already people in jail for January 6th who did nothing but walk into the Capitol that day. What so does
0: that have to do with being accused of funding, you know, engineer smart viruses or engineering viruses to kill people? I'll, I'll,
1: tell, I'll, t- I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why he said that. I'll tell you why he said that. Who was he being interviewed by and who was his audience? His audience is a bunch of shit-lib boomers that watch those fucking interview shows. Now, hold on. And because you're not wrong, Neil. But the reason why he throws Neither in the January 6th. But the reason why he throws that January 6th thing in there is because the shit-lib boomers that watch the Face the Nation and all that shit eat it up. They eat it up, but you're exactly right, because if but you're sitting there as an, an interviewer, do with if, it. right, if you're sitting there as an interviewer, you'd say like, well, 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 now, Dr. Fauci, we're not talking about January 6th. Let's talk about what the why they actually want you indicted, which is did the NIH? I mean, then she could have just thought up. did the N.I.H. F- fund gain of function. Yes. Uh, research in the Wuhan life, but she didn't do that because again, that's part of the theater, right? It's part of the, she's not there to do that. And I don't even think she has a brain to do that. She's not smart enough. She's not the person smart you put to in the seat. It. Well, I, I think, I mean, most of those people, uh, if you ever come in contact with them in real life, they're not very intelligent. They look, they've got the makeup, they've got the, the look um, and they're fed you know, she has a stack of paper she's reading off of. She's not there's They're not very smart people to begin with, because Dr. Fauci is at least smart enough. He's not going to sit down with somebody who's actually going to sit there and grill him. I mean, that's why he always looks like a buffoon when he's in front of the Senate, when the senators are and they're even controlled. Right. They're not, I mean, controlled in the sense that they're they're going to ask some poignant questions, but they still have to be hyper political about the poignancy in their questions because they can't actually just go out and hammer the fucking guy. Cause they know the news media is going to carry it and spin it. So just, even then, right. Go ahead, Neil.
0: I just, you know, me just, it's not to be about politics or viruses or whatever, like, and who am I, but it, I try to see anyone's point in, in any conversation. Like I like to see your point, my point in an argument, it doesn't matter. Just the, that the two things didn't have anything to do with each other. They have nothing. Like I'm trying to think of an example, but that's not even necessary. It's not necessary to come up with an example of how the insurrection air quotes has anything to do with, you know, the U S potentially funding game of fu- gain of function. And, and at, to me, he's just, you know, I don't hate the guy. I know you do. I don't love him, but I don't hate him. But that, that was just like a, like a head shaking moment. Like what the fuck is he talking about? Like, what, what would that hey, happen? Hey, that yeah, t- that's all I. Have to I'm say. sorry, Neil. No, that's it. No, no,
1: no. No, because I, I was going to ask Todd if you if you could if you because you're I got your computer. Can you try to pit, pull that clip up? I know that's been clipped. If you could pull that clip up with the with the woman interviewing Fauci, I think it was on Face the Nation.
0: It was. It was on Face. The Nation. She um, sucks. Didn't, didn't I see? Uh, she went after Desantis, and he went right at right at her. And, and, uh, of course because like She was again, like, asking questions It was like a one-on-one interview It was like he was speaking to the media And she kept heckling him And he went right at her And I thought it was great Because I like him
1: See if you can find it, Todd While we're talking about this here um,
2: I'll try to produce but, on the fly
1: Yeah, no, I appreciate it I know I put you on the spot there But if you could um, It should be it should be like one of the a top hit on Google Um because the left for love it they're like oh yeah look at him he's going after Ted Cruz it's like and here's the other thing Neil okay let's let's give fauci the benefit of the doubt right let's extrapolate his statement ask Ted Cruz about Jan- Ted Cruz was never implicated in anything with January 6th if if anything was he there? He if was any,
0: there. I guess he was there yeah.
1: I don't know I mean he may have been in the building but what does he have to do with January 6th the whole yeah. thing they're talking about with January 6th is putting it on Trump. Uh, Go ahead Were you going to say something Tom? Nope No Um, So So like this whole idea So it's like I don't know how that's a zinger against Cruz Anyway because Cruz Wasn't involved with January 6th to begin with So
0: It it sounds It's so It's so It's like like a grammar school kind of answer Like boys versus girls kind of thing Like I I can't even think of a good example It was just It was so Meaningless and, uh, I don't see how I, if I was on that side, if I was a big boomer, if I was a boomer leftist, whatever, I still can't see how an intelligent being would think that was a good answer to anything having to do with no, people.
1: Virus. Oh, you know, well, you have to be, you go, I mean, and I know social media is just a snapshot, but it's like, people are calling that like a major dunk I mean, it's, it's wild. Yeah, it's wild. I mean, that's how deranged these people are. Cause you're exactly right. Neil. I mean, again, and I say this all the time, what I like about it is like that exact thing that you said, you're like, Hey, I'm just, I'm just trying to hear everything. I, I really don't understand. And then you're like, what does that have to do with the other? If someone, again, if someone like yourself is saying that, that has to be said that, you have to be, that's a head scratcher because I'm already partisan. I already think Anthony Fauci should boil in his own shit in hell, but I, but so well, I'm listen, if he like- did
0: this, he should, if he did do what he's being accused of, he should, he should just be, if anything is an admission of guilt because he should be a lot cooler and more confident that he didn't do anything fucking like, no, I didn't do anything wrong I'm here trying to save the world. That should have been the answer. I'm, I'm here day and night talking to all these people talking to you so that the people of the, country people of the world can hear, my, can hear me because I want you to know I'm doing everything I can not this nonsense answer
2: so just to interrupt just to let you guys know um, I have I found the interview and uh, but mostly what I found so far is long form so I'm not going to be able to pull that one clip but uh, I saw the Margaret Brennan we don't, we was don't the, uh, Margaret Brennan was the interviewer from oh yeah DeSantis did from- Santos did kill her yeah but yeah he uh, destroyed you don't remember that it was
0: awesome she like would make a comment and then he started answering and then she'd ask another comment and he'd go he'd be like no no no, let's go back you know you made a comment let's let's talk about it and by the end of he just started yelling at her and i thought she looked stupid in front of her peers but i mean if this was a, a slam dunk then what the fuck do, what the fuck do i know i mean
2: well, the, the thing of it is that every time he comes on one of these CBS, NBC, ABC, CNN interviews, he's going to get the softball questions. We know we know that. And, they uh, want him on. But the thing of it is that half the country doesn't believe him. Half the country does not believe he has any uh, clout anymore. So you can put them on one of these networks to try to give them legitimacy. A lot of the country just doesn't believe that. And that's the thing about these, if these lockdowns happen again, it worked in 2020 because we didn't have a vaccine. People didn't really know what was going on. They were scared. Now in 2021 and 22, they're not going to believe that. They're going to just do what they do in their regular life. And if they try to lock the American public down again, that's going to boomerang back on the Democrats this time.
0: I, I agree. And I, I honestly don't, I do not think that's going to happen. I don't think they're going to lock anything down. I think it would be a huge uproar with, you know, the vaccinated. Um, so what the fuck is this that you put in my body? that we're still getting locked down oh, two years later. So, I, I, I honestly, I don't see that happening.
2: All all three of us are sports fans. All we see every weekend is sold out football games and sporting events, thousands of people, and you don't see super sport events from those. You just don't.
0: Yeah.
2: So, you know, that should be case number one Great point, right bro. there. Yeah. That's all you have That's to it. say.
0: No, that's a great point it's an excellent point you can go to concerts now yeah, i i played in a packed bar the night before thanksgiving so you're at
2: you're actually more danger of a stampede at the concert
0: That's <laughs> right tr- true that happened in texas recently didn't it
2: that's a terrible story that's what i was referring to referencing yeah the yeah, they, terrible story houston terrible
0: I heard that the, the guy that they rushed the stage to see, I heard, first of all, he was freaking out on the microphone, telling them to stop, like stop the music. stop. And I heard that he paid for all of the funerals.
1: He Who's did. that?
0: Travis, Travis Scott? No. I never they heard, heard of this. Whole... He's a rapper, right? I've yeah. never heard of him, but I don't know anything. Whole... I just
1: I just sent you the thing to on your,
0: if you could. But that's that was I mean, not that it means anything to the parents of the dead kids, but I mean. It means he gives a shit i guess
1: well he i thought he i thought the whole problem was he waited upon uh, like and before he called the thing off and he's not in trouble as a performer he's in trouble as the promoter because he didn't because he he owned the event or he owns the the thing that they were doing it i really so, don't know the
0: details all i heard was that there was this like stampede or at a concert in texas and that um the performer paid for all the funerals. That's all I heard.
1: Yeah, because so he can... So when he gets sued, yeah. he doesn't look like a complete ass. What did he
0: do wrong, though? Like, how did he do... How did the performer do something wrong? Like, isn't that on security, or... He's not...
1: I don't know. He's don't not know just a performer. He's the promoter of the, what, of the event.
0: What did, he, what did he do wrong?
1: So he's the one who carries all the insurance for all that. What he did wrong was is he didn't stop it immediately when they were reporting to him that it was happening. He waited, so that's what he did wrong, whereas a promoter would have pulled the plug immediately. He waited, and then as more and more people started getting killed, then it got really – then it got – like as more and more people were getting trampled, then it got serious. Then he went and stopped it, So at first he didn't stop it, but he's going to say, oh, I was on stage, and I didn't know what was going on, and yada, 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 and they'll they'll play the – the legal game, and what'll happen is, is, they'll settle out of court, and he'll probably pay, you know, two three hundred million to the victims' families, and that then they'll move on.
0: He has this
2: kind of money. Who is this guy? Um, well, Travis Scott. He's a um, he's, he's a, a rapper. He's a, performer. he's a he's rapper. isn't he married to a Kardashian or something too? I'm not sure about that, but he's a. Uh, He's very well known and he's got millions of dollars. So, yeah,
0: that's a lot. Hundreds of millions of dollars. I never heard. of. him. Right. Well, I
1: mean, he'll he'll have to go to his insurance. When he yeah, gets sued, he'll yeah. go no, to I the know. insurance yeah. Yeah, company.
0: I right. It. Yeah. So. Well, I'll tell you what, Gary Bear it's getting late here on the on the East Coast. Is there any other uh, topics that we want to. Uh, that you want to talk about?
1: No, I mean, I think I'm. think I'm good. I think it's. It's just going to be waiting and watching. I think the Wakisha thing and the Omicron, uh, as they develop as stories, what what the actual um, details will be uh, of both those stories. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we'll we'll see.
2: I just I just wanted to ask, how is your Thanksgiving on air? Yes,
0: that's a good point. Uh, you know what? I didn't even say Happy Thanksgiving in the opening, did I? Happy
1: Thanksgiving. And uh, we're into uh, the start of Advent.
0: Let's see. Yes, it's a, and today's the first day of Hanukkah, isn't it? So happy Hanukkah. <laughs> happy That's
1: Todd. He's the big
0: Israeli fan. Um, happy um,
2: Hanukkah. That's so, right.
0: all right, let's go around. How was everybody's
2: Thanksgiving? Had a great time with my cousin. Um, it was actually better than I anticipated.
0: So, yeah. Yeah, you didn't have to cook or clean or nothing, Todd. It's brilliant. Exactly. I was yours? Mine was good. Ours, ours was bittersweet. You know, uh, we we went to uh, cat, You know, if anyone listens, uh, my wife's uh, uh, father died about just under two months ago, and his wife died. Her, you know, her mother died. Almost twenty years ago, so the house is empty now. So we all went, and we uh, her whole family came down from New Jersey, and we had we had Thanksgiving at, at the house. So it was nice to breathe a little life into the house, and uh, it was a good time. Um, but it was bittersweet.
1: So this is this is. I'm sorry, I hate to cut in here. So this is interesting because we're talking about Omicron. Um,
0: no, we're talking about Thanksgiving.
1: Well, we were we were talking about the Omicron thing. <laughs> Uh, South Africa had asked Johnson & Johnson and Pfizer to stop sending vaccines because there was a lack of interest within its own citizenry. And this was a couple days before they found the Omicron variant coming out of South Africa.
0: Yeah, that, uh, that's convenient. <laughs> I mean, like...
1: I just want somebody to call, to kick down my a, door and just sh- and just is that shove a my nose. Source
0: though, is that reliable? I'm not. I'm not being a wise ass. Is that a reliable? That is source?
1: from that story. Is that I just sent it to you guys? It's at bloomberg.com. You can't get more reliable than bloomberg.com.
0: Yeah, happy Hanukkah.
1: So happy, yeah, to Mike. Happy Bloomberg. Happy uh, Hanukkah, Bloomberg. How is
0: Mike, How is Mike these days? Short. Sure. Is he doing anything? Who-
1: uh, who cares? Yeah, probably. He, he's got that whole um, non-profit where they, he funds all those Democratic congressional races. So yeah, he's, he's so out there broke. he's out there ruining America still. So rich. Um, uh, yeah, he's so rich because he put three TVs together and put stocks up on it.
0: He figured it out, man. He's, he's self-made. He was broke. He's mega rich. But anyway, um, Gary, how was your Thanksgiving?
1: Uh, it was good. Had some friends. uh, Yeah, low key. Friends, low key. Yeah, had some friends over. It was low key. But your uh, folks didn't
0: fly out. What's that? Your folks didn't come out. No. Did Michelle's folks come out?
1: Uh, No.
2: No. I will say for Gary's family that the Cougars did beat the Huskies in the annual Apple Cup football game. Um, Um. So and I did go. I did go.
1: And um, you stayed for that whole thing? Because when I saw I third quarter, that stadium was empty.
2: I left I left in the fourth. <laughs> but but I did see uh, Butch, the uh, Cougar mascot, being crowd surfed, crowd surfed at the end of the game by the Cougs, and they acted like they won the Super Bowl. So I was happy for them. <laughs>
1: Well, well, you know, yeah. it's not just – it, it, I, I would have really liked to have – I would have stayed for the whole thing just to see Inslee, that shitbag, who's a UW graduate, have to give the Apple Cup trophy to the Cougs. He's another He's another inhuman. He's a, re- he's a reptile. So, that guy is a lizard.
2: So he was giving the trophy to a coach that replaced a coach that was fired because they wouldn't take the vaccine. Plus four assistant coaches. I find that interesting.
0: That's very interesting. Yeah,
2: but yes, exactly. So,
0: um, speaking of football, um, both New York football professional football teams won today. Which
1: the Jets won?
0: Never happens. The Jets and the Giants won. Really? Yeah. I didn't watch any of it, but yes, they both won. (laughs) Who did the Jets beat? The Texans.
1: Oh, my Lord. Didn't the Texans beat somebody good last week?
0: I don't know. I, don't, I think they're, like, the, one of the worst teams in football. No, we're, nobody's no, where the Jets Lions. are. The Lions suck so bad. I mean, they're a disgrace. Yeah. I mean, I'm a Jets fan, <laughs> and to call them a disgrace, it's it's, it's a disgrace.
1: I, I mean, thank God for the Lions because the <laughs> Jets. <laughs> thank God for the
0: Texans and the, and the Bengals and who else? The Jets beat three teams.
1: Did the Jet, No, the Jets beat the Lions. We played the Lions.
0: No, no, no. We beat the Bengals, Bungles. We beat, we beat
1: the Texans.
0: Texans
1: and who was the Giants, other team?
0: Giants beat the Eagles today. Uh,
1: oh, the NFC East is just a disaster.
0: Well, the Cowboys are going to walk away with it. They already have.
1: What's the? And the Redskins are terrible as always. They're always bad.
2: And the uh, Seahawks play tomorrow night, my team, on Monday night against the uh, Washington football team.
1: They're the Redskins. Oh. Yeah. The Washington Redskins.
2: So, hopefully –
1: how, how come it was Seahawks. okay to say, t- Todd, how come you could say Washington Redskins like two years ago, but now you can't say Washington Redskins? The Titans.
0: The Jets beat the Titans, the Bengals, and the Texans. Ah.
1: The Jets beat the, t- the Titans? Are you yeah. kidding me? Wow, okay. aren't the Titans in first place?
2: Yeah, the Bengals or are they, better than the Titans. They though. are.
0: Yeah, they are,
2: and the Bengals yeah. are very good too. So now
0: know. they're coming for the Cardinals, baby. Exactly.
1: No, but answer my answer my question, Todd. All your life you called them the Washington Redskins. Now you can't call them the Washington Redskins. Don't call
2: them the Washington Redskins. I had no problem with the name. So you're talking so like just the wrong person.
1: So just call them the Redskins because that's wow. their name.
2: That's. That should be their name. I mean, uh, no. when they when they you'll love this story when uh, they changed their name. I played "Hail to the Redskins" on YouTube for my mom, who's also Native American, obviously, and we sang the song together. So it's still on it's deep screen, the screen. So.
1: It's not an anti-native thing. I mean, that's why it's no, so. It's that's why all this. Sh-
2: all this stuff has been hijacked by the left. Yeah.
0: Having of, a. F- oh,
2: I've got to find any sports team actually defamatorily called something of Native American origin. None Signing of these. Irish. Uh, Native American origin. I keep saying that the most offensive term in sports is the Notre Dame Fighting Irish with a fighting with a fighting leprechaun. I mean, come on!
1: I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, if Irish, if if Irish had a dark, if the Irish had a dark complexion, people would be apoplectic about the naming of Notre Dame and the idea of a fighting leprechaun. Uh, they, they, they would be if I if if I was brown skinned with the name of uh, yeah I mean Todd's having a coughing fit right now because he knows how hilarious it is. Um, it is. It would be, it would be yeah. It would be every day until they either burnt the university in Notre Dame down, or Notre Dame came out and changed them to like the, the sock puppets or something or or whatever.
0: As if the Irish curse wasn't bad enough. Now we're to endure. Don't even start me.
2: Don't even start me on touchdown Jesus. Come on. (laughs) Having having Jesus uh, doing the touchdown signal and that's supposed to be touchdown Jesus at the Notre Dame campus. Come on. I don't know.
1: (laughs) I don't even. Well, it's not like Notre Dame hasn't been a Catholic university since the 60s anyway, so it's Catholic in name only. It's the type of cat. It's the type of Catholic that Neil's comfortable with. Right. Like one that's pro-choice one that, you know, doesn't follow everything, but calls themselves
0: Catholic. You don't have to go to.
1: Yeah. That's, that's the type of university Notre Dame is. So anyway, God, uh, but yeah, it's just, yeah, the, I'm, I miss, I miss the, uh, I miss the Redskins' old helmet, man. That was a cool logo. That was a cool, cool Indian on there.
0: Well, whatever they you suck know? either way. It doesn't matter what their name is or isn't. Well, it. I remember
1: growing up as a kid, they
0: were had. They had those great teams
1: with the Coug, the Coug quarterback,
0: Mark Rippin Mark was there. But when uh, yep.
1: when uh, Doug uh, Doug Williams was there, when uh, RG three, oh, they were awful when RG three <laughs> was there. Uh, <laughs> When uh uh John uh John Riggins was there, I mean, they had John Riggins was a jet. Um, yeah, they had uh, well,
2: yeah, they when had they had group. Joe Gibbs as their coach for oh,
1: yeah, he was phenomenal
2: years, they were great. So, yeah, it's it's uh, you had two today.
1: of the best football minds in the NFC East battling each other. Every year, you had Gibbs and Parcells. And then you had uh, Buddy Ryan, too, down in Philly. You had some great – because Buddy Ryan was a great defensive genius, came from Chicago, right? He was at Chicago with the 460, took the head coaching job um, for Philly. And Um, then you had the
2: Cowboys as the Cowboys. I mean, they had some wars between those four teams. You had some wars. Now, the
1: Cowboys really weren't that good until uh, the early night. Well, like, Parcells had retired, right? Parcells was retired at that point. I think Gibbs was gone. That's when the Dallas started really emerging with the Emmitts and the Leon Lett, and they had that great offensive line. Yep. Um,
2: Yeah, that didn't start until 92, and I think everyone had – almost already left the NFC East. That's why uh, yeah par,
1: to- yeah Parcell's that was yeah exactly that was Parcell's first retirement um
2: because that was right
1: after their second Super Bowl win. So he retired. I want to say Joe Gibbs retired a couple of years after a year or two after and then uh yeah Dallas and then you know Philly was in Philly was Philly. Um but yeah anyway well let's uh Let's wrap the show up. I know unless we want to talk about nostalgic 80s and NFC football. I feel like it's a whole um, other podcast. It could be. So, uh, anyway, well,
0: uh, that's props it. for, for... Uh, be willing to talk about sports for a little bit there, Gary. I wasn't going to stop you. Yeah, well, we could talk about
1: LeBron <laughs> any day of the week. Yeah, well, so... my God.
0: Oh, my God, LeBron
1: yeah boy all right let's talk about that i mean first off he elbows that guy in the face and i watched the video and he, 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 he got a
0: one game suspension what the fuck
1: yeah well because he's lebron i yeah, mean that was, was like when he tested positive for covid and they changed the covid rules so he can make the playoffs remember we talked about that um uh and then um and then he got those two people ejected from the yeah, court that's the,
0: that's the what the fuck
1: and it Come was on, what and then it's like what they said they said some some bad stuff and of course everybody goes right away it's like n word and it was like oh it wasn't the n word it was like well then you can't throw anybody out. <laughs> then you can't you know it's like you know i mean not like i mean i'm a free speech guy so even if they said the n word to him like whatever that's on them i mean whatever you deal with you if you say it then you deal it deal with it but but, but i mean he's like, they said something terrible to me. I was like, what? And he was, like, I, I, I can't say it. You're like, but he had the two people ejected and you're like, get over it. I wouldn't oh, yeah. say it to a fan. It's like, no, cause that's a customer. That would be like, I'd be going to a place and ordering something. And you saying something, it's like, that's, that's not how it works. LeBron. Like
0: apparently it is.
1: <laughs> well,
0: for him, I, I, they treat I, him. I've always been a LeBron defender, but I, I, I won't even attempt to defend that. I mean, he just looks like a total fucking pussy. And does something like that. He is, he, but he is though. I mean, I would never I mean, say. But it he to is. Dan's face. He's enormous.
1: He's six foot eight. Oh, you could probably say it to his face and get away with it. You'd probably be one of the only guys you could. Now, Ron Artest. I wouldn't say anything like that to Ron Artest because I've seen Ron Artest in action.
0: Is LeBron James six foot eight? Yeah. My God, that's so. He's. He's a That's six. So he's a
1: six foot eight
0: vagina. Oh my god, it's so big.
1: He's such Even a push. There's so foot, many. Right? No, Durant. I don't know. If Durant's seven, seven, seven foot. foot. I thought Durant six was seven? like six seven. ten.
2: Whatever. He's six ten. The last great Seattle Supersonic. So yes.
0: But anyway, yeah, I was. Uh, you know, I don't. I haven't really been watching any NBA yet. It's too early. There's so much basketball it's too early in the season, but. uh
1: Right, you can't I watch the that.
0: NBA right now with the NFL college football going on. It's exactly crazy. Yeah. And then it'll be after March, after the tournament, then I'll really get into it. I keep my eye on you know, I keep my eye on the the Nets record and all, but I don't really I won't really watch it unless there's nothing on. And I can actually watch TV. But uh that really I read about the LeBron thing and I you know, I've always considered myself a LeBron fan, but it's like unless they said something horrible, which what could you possibly say? Just too strange. I mean, like saying bullshit to you. I mean, unless they
1: they went up to him and they were like pointing in his face and and calling him the n word.
0: I mean, that wouldn't be that wouldn't be right. Obviously, that's yeah,
1: that wouldn't be that would be really fucked up. And I could see him being pissed off and being like, "Get these fucking people out of here!" Um, Listen,
0: they probably would get their ass kicked by everyone on both teams if they were saying something like that, and rightfully so.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Well, I don't not rightfully so, but. I, I think I think uh, I first that. off you're not gonna go. You hold on, no, it, no. Um, I, I think if you're at an NBA game, okay, and you're and you're and you got the balls to stand up and and call LeBron the N word in a in an arena probably full of more than just white people in it, right? You're not gonna worry about getting. Beat up by LeBron, you're probably gonna get worried about getting beat up by a guy sitting right next to you. So that's how you know that what these people, whatever, yeah, exactly. Whatever these people were saying wasn't that bad because why wouldn't have anyone next to them? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like if me and you were sitting at a game and some dude who let's say our side, right? Someone that we're not intimidated because it was a dude and a chick.
0: It was like a and husband it, and
1: wife. It, yeah, exactly. If a husband and wife, if me and you were sitting at a game, and a husband and wife stood up, and let's say hypothetically we're like calling LeBron the N-word, I mean, I, me and you would be like, yo, hey, chill what out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. i would be I'll like security. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, We'd be like up in arms because we'd be like, yo, you're just going to bring attention to our section over, like, you know what I mean? Like, we didn't even we didn't even pay for these seats. You're going to get us thrown the fuck out of here, you know? Yeah. And We and, stuck down and, here. Yeah, we snuck down here, and you're gonna get now. You're now you're calling LeBron the N-word. You know, it's like, hey, you know, like, what are you doing? But, but, so that that's how you know, like, what they were saying was probably nothing. It was probably nothing. He was just having a moment where he was being a prima donna and probably got him tossed. I mean, that's that that that's it. Because again, like I I said. Like I said, if if we were sitting there and a husband and wife started dropping the N-word on LeBron, and look, I don't like LeBron, but I'd be like, yo, what's your pro like what's your problem? Like, what are you doing? Are you crazy? Like, don't hey, don't say that shit. You know, like it, and I know and I know you, you and like you and me, if we were sitting there after, especially after a couple of we'd be like, hey, sit down and shut the fuck, you know.
0: Dude, sitting courtside so. and this asshole next to me is gonna ruin my my time? <laughs> You shut the fuck yeah. up, dude, you know, like, so I, I disappoint, and I'll tell you what, not to, not to get too deep into it, but like, I look at it if, on the other end LeBron's a big role model. And I think rightfully so to a lot of young, young men and women. And like, that's not how you carry yourself, bro. That's a total abuse of power. And don't teach. Yeah, but he's that either
1: he's he's a show for China. I mean, that's his personality. He's a turd and that's what he's going to do. He's just going to keep well, turd I would, def- dude.
0: I, would def- I would defend him against that until, until this. Look, unless I, I want to hear what the people were saying to him. Look, you can't tell me that Kobe went to arenas Hell, and nice. people and people Kobe said something. Kobe would have punched him. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: well, I want to no, quickly no. actually do the counter. The guy that's been talking against oppression in the NBA, Enos Cantor, is going for his U.S. citizenship and uh, he's going to change his name because of because if he leaves the United States, he's going to get basically kidnapped by China. Turkey, by All Turkey. Right. Uh, uh, but uh, but yeah, he's actually standing against that. So one player in the NBA, at least, is trying to do that on an international level.
1: Well, I there's a co- I mean, there's a couple there's a couple decent guys. You have Canner with with.
0: He's great. With d- he's a great player.
1: Um, and then you have uh you had uh Kyrie Irving, who isn't always who I don't always agree. As a matter of fact, I probably disagree with more than agree with, but he I thought he was had a no and that other kid from Minnesota. I thought they were pretty noble in their stance about the vaccine and not having them wanting to be mandated to take the vaccine. Um so I gotta think there's some some good. Uh, there's some good people everywhere, but we know for sure LeBron is not one of them. <laughs> I mean, it's just like I did, like I, my point before was look, Kobe was was one of those guys that was very divisive. Right? People either loved Kobe or they hated Kobe.
0: Um, and, but that was only because he was so good. Because he well, won all I the time. Col- that, it, I think it wasn't because also, of. His- the
1: thing with the girl in Colorado.
0: Okay. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. But years and years had gone by. I
1: I um, understand that, but my point is, is that regardless whether people what the reasoning was for disliking or liking Kobe, right? I'm sure Kobe walked into certain arenas, and people said probably some crazy shit. To I remember when Jason Kidd. Remember when there were stuff people when Jason Kidd. Where were they playing? and uh he had been accused of like beating his wife or something yeah, like yeah. that and I do that, and man. people were saying stuff to his wife because she sat right behind the player's row and he had his son there, was it, was, it was like a, no it was like a, he was playing and it was like a playoff game and people were saying stuff to his wife and his kid and i don't even think they got ejected it was a big story but I don't even remember. I don't. I don't. I don't remember those people being ejected. But he he like said something to the media at the end of the game, like, "Hey, you know, I can't yeah, believe these people are saying stuff to my wife and to my kid." And it's like, "Ain't nobody saying nothing to LeBron and his, you know, like his wife, uh, like his wife and his kids. They're talking shit to you, LeBron. So man up." Yeah, you know. I mean, my reaction to that, if, if I'm on the court and somebody at court side is talking shit to me and I'm made, I'm worth a kajillion dollars, it's like next time I come down, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna fucking dunk this ball so hard <laughs> on your favorite player, right? Like I'm gonna and and then I'm just gonna look at you the whole rest of the night and just look at you like a bunch of idiots and I'm gonna score 60 points and I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna have my three girlfriends waiting for me in the limo.
0: Or I'm gonna. And it's just sh- gonna be. In the- I'm gonna have to dive for the ball and right into you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll be like, yo, throw the ball, wild pass, wild pass, and I'm gonna dive into you, full speed at six foot eight. And then you're three hundred pounds. Yeah, and then you shut the fuck.
1: <laughs> exactly. There's so well, many I- different ways. Like when I'll Shaq act all to- sorry never- as, a stre-
0: as you're being put on a stretcher. I'll be. I'll be all. I'll be all mortified and sad. You know. It's exactly what I would do. So yeah, that's, a, that's a
1: classic. I think Shaq did that. Shaq. I, I bet you Shaq Ooh. had that play. Cause Shaq never dove. Shaq never dove after a ball, but every once in a while I'd see Shaq dive after a ball. And it was probably somebody talking shit and Shaq would just God, lay all seven foot one on him on, on like five people Shaq and uh, just wipe out. Yeah. Shaq's great. And then, um, Shaq would just tidal wave into everybody, and uh, that's what you get for talking shit. So, or you just throw a cop at Ron Artest and Ron Artest, <laughs> Ron Artest runs into the middle of the of the uh, crowd and Etta? and throws I'm a ca- and I, I yeah metal world and P- li- li- look see what you want to say about Ron Artest, but uh, don't fuck with him.
0: I don't plan on it. <laughs>
1: But, I mean, at least Ron Artest had the guy. You know, LeBron, they're saying these awful things. Look, Ron Artest just would have floored that guy. He would have just walked over and floored him.
0: I can't imagine Kobe Bryant having someone kicked out. I think Kobe would jaw at him. Oh, absolutely. And then Kobe, Kobe would score would. 80
1: points yeah, and then uh,
0: and then walk out laughing. Walk over Walk over to – was it the same game as he popped that dude in the eye? No. It was the dude, next guy, night. I don't – and forgive me, I don't know who that guy was that he hit. He didn't look – I didn't know him, but he was going to kill LeBron James. He was a big dude, and it took like eight other guys to stop him. He was going to murder LeBron, and rightfully so.
1: And and LeBron dropped – if you go and watch the replay, you can tell LeBron kind of turns and looks over his shoulder and drops that elbow on him. So they must have been – so I didn't see the game. So I didn't see the game, but he must have been chipping on LeBron all game or something. I, I don't know if he was talking to LeBron or if he was or if he was guarding LeBron really hard and LeBron wasn't liking it. I think that's right. It because it's a regular because dudes like LeBron, right? Young it's guy. a regular season, right? It's a, exactly it's a young dude and it's a regular season game. And that guy's trying to make himself known as like I'm the dude who shot LeBron, you know, LeBron only scored 15 because I'm a, a good defender. Uh, Or, you know, whatever it may be. And I don't know. Like, again, I don't know. I didn't see the game. But LeBron is probably like, what the fuck? This is a regular season game. Like, this dude's, like, all over me. He's disrespecting me.
0: That's my point, Gary, to to cut you off. Like, so he does that one game and and injects people the next. Like, what the fuck? Who do you think you are? Like, what's going on with him? You know? Total prima donna.
1: Well, he thinks he's LeBron James.
0: Yeah, but he's been LeBron James... He's been a rock star since he was 15, 14 years old. I mean, this is, you know, this is a whole other... This is... Something's going on. with it. Clearly. Well, well, he's, Madonna, he's a prima donna
2: and he's kind of a baby. I mean, both.
1: Yeah. What do you mean by that?
2: I mean... Something's
1: going on with him. The he's got, always been this way. The guy...
2: No. Every time he gets fouled, it's like he's dying. <laughs> it's like... You know, he's like, Oh, I'm hurt. I'm hurt. I'm like, You're six foot eight, 300 pounds. You can run like the wind. You, don't,
0: you don't get hurt, you hurt other people. Yeah, that, what that's I, right. What I mean by it, Gary, is it'd be one thing if we if he had done this at one point and he had done the other at another point, they happen like two two games in a row or in the same week. Like, that's I think that's out of history has shown it's out of character for him to be that that much of a to Be intentionally hurting people and then getting people ejected. I mean, I would think something's going on with him.
1: Maybe uh maybe he didn't get his booster shot, so he's a little poopy.
0: Well, that would be something, wouldn't it?
1: That would be. I'm just putting that out there.
0: So all but right, and, let's uh, wrap it up anyway. We that went notes. out way, way too long. Hey, it was good that so. we did a 20 we did a 25 minute sports segment. But not, you know, we didn't recap scores really.
1: No, no, we did not. So, oh, and uh, one more thing. <laughs> let me add one more thing that no one wants to sign for the Mets because they're so dysfunctional now. But they had, I guess, three pretty decent signings. They signed the guy from Oakland. And, uh, yeah, but up. yeah, everyone, every all, all the New York Post articles I read every day is how nobody wants to, even though Steve Cohen has like $20 trillion and can pay everybody through the nose, nobody wants to go there because I guess Matt's.
0: Matt's left for the Cardinals. Um In the Guards.
1: Is Cinder Guard gone now?
0: Yeah, he went to uh, he went to uh the, the Angels for like only another like two and a half million. It was like the same money.
2: And the oh, Mariners man. uh got Todd Frazier. could pick up. Oh, the, like, the, the Todd Father. That's
1: right. It's like four. Dude, years I ago. love dude. Todd Frazier is fun to watch
0: though. He's he hasn't like even a played t- the he's... last two years because nobody would pick him up.
1: No, that's not true. Yes, it is. He's true. bounced around. He hasn't he played a, in the last couple years, Care Bear. He was. Uh, he was been in been Philly for... last year, wasn't he? No, nah, it was last so year. We you traded year
2: uh, him for him from San Diego. So he yeah, was, he was in San, San Diego last
1: year. He's he's been th- yeah he's he's older and he's been signing like one year deals. So he he plays. He just doesn't he play definitely a lot. He missed
0: a year or two because nobody picked him up. I know that's I know that's true.
1: He was um, he wasn't not picked up. He may have not played, but he was on teams. He was in Cincinnati. He was in, uh, he was a, Met. so at the last, I would, long I would, say, I'd, be, I'd be having, I'd be having this conversation.
0: I'd be having this conversation and I'd be like, oh, who's he play for now? And I'd look it up and it would say he's an American free agent, Major League Baseball player. And that was during the season. And it happened a couple, a couple different situations. There was definitely points since he's been on the Mets that he did not have a job. For sure, and listen, I like I like him too. I thought he was great f- for the Yankees and for the Mets.
2: My point is, I think it's a good move for the Mariners. They didn't give up anything that I actually recognize. going to
0: play the? Is he going to play the field?
2: Yes, uh, second base, third base, uh, second base. Uh, yeah, all right. All so right. you know,
1: uh, so he was uh, he was a Cincinnati Red, a White Sox, a Yankee. Uh Met from 18 to 19. He was right. on the Ranger. He was on the Rangers in 2020. He was on the Mets again in 2020. And then he was on the Pirates on 2021. Right. So not let me see. But he's
0: seasons for sure.
1: Yeah, he's also I think you're I think you're I think you're right here. Hold on. Um
0: but um but the Yankees um they haven't signed anyone. I'm I, going back to the Mets. I really think that this whole. Uh, what the fuck is his name? The shortstop. Um, Lindor, Francisco Lindor. Yeah, I think yeah. that's going to prove to be a really bad sign. They gave the dude half a billion dollars and all he's well, they're, still, is he they're still. He can't cries about the media and he cries about the fans booing him. And I think that sets a negative um, precedent or whatever the right word would be for other. Oh, you can't. You can't do that in New York. I think other Depo- people don't want to be there because well, of that. Well, I don't want to get booed. I think
1: – well, well hold, hold on. Hold on. He he could be petulant like that, I want to say, in any other city. You can't be like that in New York. And that's why guys traditionally don't like going to New York because if they're not thick-skinned – because, look, look, the fir- first thing is, especially if you go to the Mets, you're always going to get compared – to what the Yankees are doing, okay. So whoever is playing your position as a Yankee, that's the first comparison amongst all the other comparisons.
0: Well, of the he league. should be the best in New York, then. Uh, I understand that,
1: but but look, I, I'm I'm being critical of Lindor as well. My my point is is that's why traditionally it's hard, even for the Yanks, it's hard to get guys to come to New York because you have a huge media market. And they'll, they, they'll kill you the minute you start crying about the media and the minute you act like a petulant child. They'll kill you. And Lindor's the rest of his time, unless he does some Mia culpa thing and gets in the good graces of the New York media and plays a little bit better baseball, he'll be fighting from behind. And that's why a lot of dudes don't like playing in New York. Um, and they won't come to New York unless, like the Yankees throw like a kajillion dollars at them. Now the Mets, I guess, could throw kajillions of dollars at people. But even then you, even then it's a lot easier. If I'm going to go to New York, I'm going to go to the Yankees. Cause right. I'm thinking in my mind, it's like, yeah, the media might shit in my hat every day, but I'm going to make a billion dollars and I'll have a chance to win a title. Cause when you walk in and you put the pinstripes on, you have a chance. You know you're going to be in the
0: playoffs. I think that, I think that a big part of it is that doesn't get talked about is that it, I think the proof is in the pudding. The Yankees have better PR. This shit doesn't happen with the Yankees. You know, and it happens with the Mets all the time. It's just I think, well uh, they I do think, uh I think you better I think you're down forgetting about
1: the whole Steinbrenner uh, you're forgetting the whole Steinbrenner era when it was a circus okay if you we want to talk 20 30, 30
0: years ago but I'm, I'm yeah talking but about that's
1: revisionist history but I, okay so okay so PR right now okay okay all right I'll agree with you PR right now I thought you were kind of making a sweeping statement of overall oh, but
0: that's that's what that's what happens with with that but Gary Steinbrenner was assigning guys for Three hundred and fifty million dollars, either. So, you know, I'm talking about now. I'm talking. You get paid. Yeah, but he,
1: he was. He was in that time. He was at that time when he signed. When he gave
0: Bobby Bonilla, the
1: father, of that huge contract.
2: Well, yeah, the inflation. If and uh, adjusted, uh and they, adjusted,
1: yeah, adjusted, yeah, I mean,
0: they, free, well, yeah. The, would Dave exactly, Winfield the be contract. making three hundred and fifty million dollars in today's money? Hell, yes, no. he would. No, oh, Eleven million dollars. I think his contract was. Inflation Which hasn't was gone huge. up that much in, in twenty-five. Right. But it hasn't got Inflation is not that much in – dollars. is Still a lot of money now.
1: Neil, the right? union has renego Neil, Neil, the union has renegotiated the standards of all the money. Dave Winfield
0: will be making two hundred million dollars easy, okay. hands down, okay. right okay. now. Okay, so then he's making Lindor is making almost double. When well, that on. I mean. Well, yeah, that's well, what. That's I, but th- that's what we're talking about. We're talking about Francisco Lindor and him being a baby with the media for that kind of money. You know. He's a bust. But I wasn't, oh, you get mad. I wasn't disagreeing with you. I was agreeing. I'm not, I'm not getting mad. He he, he is, a, my point is, he's a bust. He's
2: a, by way, a half uh, a billion dollar
0: a bust.
1: By the and we are still uh, paying Cano.
2: Robinson Cano was reinstated, so... Yeah, he'll be back. You guys back. have to pay him again. Well, he's got to find
0: another, oh, yeah, kind, of, another kind of sauce, right, Gary? He needs a different, different yeah,
2: sauce.
1: Yeah, he's got to go, instead of the Dominican Republic, he's got to go to, like, Costa Rica or something and get something different. Um... Yeah, those Dominican guys—they love, they love, they love that stuff. They love the secret sauce. Um,
0: it's like thousand but, uh,
2: dressing, and <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'd I'd love to go to the DR and try it myself. Um, <laughs> I I, well, I want to correct the record. It was not Todd Fraser. It was Adam Frazier. That's what I was. That's my. Okay. Why Todd I Fra- does Todd Fraser have a job?
1: Probably I not. I think Todd Todd Fraser plays um. Uh, I don't even know if it's minor league baseball.
0: Yeah, he's and I love the Todd Father. He was great on the two thousand and seventeen Yankees when they should have won, except for the cheating Astros. But anyway, all right, let's wrap it up. As much as I enjoy this, it's late here. I got to work in the morning, unlike some people.
1: Yeah, that's true. You are a working stiff.
0: I don't work. I don't work from home like you two.
1: So, all right, well, let's take it out then for uh, thanks for listening to uh, review the news where we make uh, the news make sense to you. Uh, And uh, thank you. Episode 56. Yeah. All the happies. Happy, happy, happy. Um, And uh, thank you for listening. You can find us at Review News 1000 on Twitter uh at patreon and on maker and uh if you just google it you'll find the show thanks for listening cheers